0: In the words of Public Enemies Chuck D. Bring the noise. Welcome, from the 5th Element the Podcast Network, I am Charlie Taylor, and this is What's Good. Hope everybody's doing well, Hope everybody's having a good week so far, I'm alright now, after last episode, I'm calming now, I'm, I'm clear headed, I'm feeling good to be completely honest, so in this moment I'm i I'm, I'm good, thank you very much. I hope, I hope you guys are well as well. Of course, as always, if you want to contact the fifth element pub at gmail.com, hit the email, fifth elementuk, on Twitter, chart22 on Instagram, and also the Fifth Element magazine on Facebook. Let's dive let's let's do it. Let's just dive right into it. Let's just go, let's go. So, award season. It's finally here ladies and gentlemen, it's finally here, I'm getting some awards here, I'm getting some awards coming, awards coming in left and right, obviously more smaller ones now, but the bigger ones will come through later on, and it is looking good, it is really really looking good, so let's start off with music, and obviously we're going for the big one, we're going for the Grammy nominations, so I haven't seen it fully, I haven't seen, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, the the big nominations, and, you know, the people, the artists I follow, they're obviously going, oh my, oh no, I can't believe I got the nomination, oh, I'm so happy, and people crying and stuff, so, you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I know that people have been nominated, but I don't know where, I don't really know the specifics, so, without further ado, let's get into it, Grammy nominations, who, now, if you don't know how I do this, I usually just read out the particular ones i actually care about talk about them and i basically split into two who will win basically you know you know who's gonna win and also who should win because life sucks basically i I can't i don't know i i can say to you they 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 i'm still i'm still so hurt that they have snubbed Kendrick twi- twice. It's this absurd. It is it is absolutely absurd. But but this is this year. This is this year you never know. This is this year. So let's start off with the big one, the Crown Jewel album of the year. It's it's I'm not I'm not rating this list just off the just off the you know, just off looking at it, first look, I'm not rating it. So let's let's get into it regardless. Let's get into it. Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy Brandy Charlie's, by the way, I forgive you, Drake Scorpion, her her, Genome Dirty Computer, Casey Musgraves, Graves, Golden Outer, Post Malone, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, and various artists, the Black Panther, the album. So there's a lot to there's a lot to say about this particular list. It is not strong. It really is not strong. If that is what they can consider the best albums of the year, it's very it's kind of weak. Let's be real. I enjoyed her's album. Obviously, it's uh, you know, it's, it's she's. If if you if you know if you follow if you follow me on Twitter, I actually wrote I actually put a little bit where after she dropped her second EP this year, I said that I don't think I've heard a, heard a her song that I haven't liked yet. Honestly, she is hundred percent shop percentage for me. She is she is. It, it, undefeated right now, undefeated, so, in terms of should win, in terms of should win, it probably, I would, I would personally, in terms of should win, I would, I'd be completely happy if Janelle Monet, you dirty computer one because the messages in that obviously it don't, it doesn't apply to me as a male, but in terms of female empowerment, and that whole message, that should win, I would love it if Black Panther the album won, but I'm not holding my breath. Her, of course, definitely. If she won it, that would be great. I would say should win, lock it in, I would go Janelle Monáe computer, I think just just for the... If history looked back on it, Janelle, nobody would, you know, turn the nose at the fact Janelle Monáe won it. I don't think anyone would turn the nose at that. So that would be should win. Will win. <sighs> Shit, I... I, I Imagine that. Imagine, imagine if Drake. Imagine if Drake won for his possi- for one of his worst albums. If he won Album of the Year, that would be absolutely and 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 he'd win it before Kendrick does. Fuck! Imagine that. That would be amazing. I don't know who Brandy Char. Uh, Bra- oh, Brandy Carlyle, Sorry, I. I've been reading it all wrong this whole time. It's Brandy Carlyle, My bad. It's not Brandy Charlie. I've I've clocked. I wouldn't. I don't know who Brandy Carlyle or Casey Musgraves is. I know Casey Musgraves is a country singer, give or take. I'm not really... But don't quote me on it. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to win it. I have no no chance Post Malone's winning, no chance Cardi B's winning. I, I, I want to say no chance of Drake winning, but I can just see life kicking me in the teeth like that. We'll win, damn it. I'm... <laughs> We'll win. I can. I can generally see Monet actually winning it. I really can. Should and will. I. I think it'll be Janelle Monáe. I will. I will actually. I'll stick my neck out for it. let right. Let's, let's, let's move along because we got a lot, obviously. And I've been uh, really. I, bog, I got bogged down in that one. Record of the year, and also song of the year. Yeah, record and song. I forgot the. I forgot the specifics of which is which. I think record is terms of the whole process of writing and producing and all that. And I just think Song is just their popular choice. Some uh, It looks like popular choice, to be honest. So, well, I could look it up, but I'm not, I'm not going to just for time constraints. So, record of the year. We have Cardi B, Bad Bunny, J Balvin, I Like It, Brandy, Carlyle, The Joke, Charge Gambino, This is America, Lady Gaga and Cooper, Shallow, Drake's God's Plan, Kendrick, The Master's All The Stars, Post Malone, 21 Savage, Rockstar, Zed and Maren Morris, The Middle. Again, Brandy Carlo, no idea, <laughs> Zed and Mary Morris, no idea should win if we're talking about uh, should win oh, it has to be this is America. I'm sorry, it has to be should and will win it should be this is America. I don't know anybody that hasn't listened to that if we' be let's be real, and the writing of it. It's on point. the 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 fact that he uses the you know the the ad libs from all the famous trap artists of the of the now, it just works. It works from every angle. It has to be, Charge Gambino. This is America. Should and will win. And if we're going song of the year, which is more popular ones, I'm, I'm seeing it. So song of the year is Kendrick says all the stars. Ellen Mays booed up. Drake God's plan. Shawn Mendes in my blood. Brandy Carlyle the joke. Zenimara Morrison Riddle. Gaga, Cooper, Shallow, Charles Gambino, This America. Now, that seems like the more popular popular songs, you know? You know you've got Shawn Mendez in there, you've got Ella Mai popping up in there. I could see Ella winning it. I, I, I would not... I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be against that, you know? She's good. I rate Ella Mai. I rate, Ellen May, rate her album. You know, it's not the best album of the year, but, you know, it's, I, I rate it boot-ups. You know, it's a popular song. Everyone liked it. I should, for me personally, I would love it if Kendrick and Sizzle won that, because... That is, that's one of my songs of the year. I obviously haven't dropped my uh, top songs in 2018, but you can guarantee that's in there because I just love everything about that song. So, should win for me, I would go All the Stars or Element, or Element's Boot Up or This Is America. But if we're talking about popularity, actually, before I continue, why is Drake God's plan here? Because Nice for What is way better. Let's be real. Nice for what is a way better song. Just, just, just you know, from just weighing it up, just in terms of preference for me, nice for what is way better than God's plan. I, I don't know, I don't know what the, what you guys see the hype in God's plan. It, the, the, uh, the, 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 the it, it sucks. It, it, do, it does. This, it, it sucks. You know, you know, I'm a, you know, I am a Drake <laughs> criticalist. <laughs> you know, I am critical of Drake. I am not a hater. I don't mind nice for what. I'm not a hater. I'm just wondering why God's plan is in here. Not nice for what I'm just saying. So I would go all my all the stars in terms of will win. I wouldn't be surprised if Shawn Mendes won it or some some shit like that, or even Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I wouldn't be surprised there either. Best new artists. This is very interesting. Chloe and Halley, Luke Combs, Greta Van Vliet, Hurt, her Jewelipa, Michael Price, Bebby Rexha, and Georgia Smith. Big up Georgia Smith. Gets in there. If. Uh, it, I think should and will it will be her, you know. Considering she's album, she's got album of the year. She's she's got five nominations. It will be her. Should and will win best new It will be her. Alternative album. No, let skip that. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no idea. Don't even bother. Uh, best rap album. Okay, now this I have seen before, and I have inc- I have big 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 reservations about all of this. this is this is this is very poor. This is very poor, considering from all the albums we have gotten, and from all the albums I have listened to this year, this is a very poor list. This is a very, very poor list from the from the from the committee, or whoever chooses the Grammys. I don't know what they call themselves. Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, Swimming, Mac Miller, Victory Lap, Nipsey Hustle, Daytona Pusher T, and Astral World, Travis Scott. Right, Cardi B should not be in here. I don't care what you say. That album is. It was okay. It was an okay album. It is not best rap album worthy, no way, no way. Swimming, again, that is a real posthumous push. If you've listened to my previous iterations, the posthumous push, in my opinion, is a real thing. Harken back to, I think, well, when Bo- David Bowie died, he got his first nominations and actual, I think he won a couple for Black Star, And throughout his whole career, he didn't get a Grammy nom. Do you, I'm not a David Bowie fan, but do you, if you know David Bowie, do you consider Black Star his best piece? If you do, then sure. If you don't, then you see my point. There's a posthumous push here, and guys, let's be real. Swimming was not Mac Miller's best. It was not. Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm rating that. I'm rating that as an album. You know, I enjoyed listening to it. Listened to it what, a few months back. I can I can see why they put that there, and Nipsey Hustle's a great hust great inde, is he an independent? Artist? Yeah, he's re- re- relatively independent, and yeah, I respect that. I respect that Daytona, of course. Yeah, sure, why not? Astroworld, eh, personally, I wouldn't put it there, but I can see why they put it there, and I understand that. That's fine. Invasion, privacy, and swimming should not be here, shouldn't really shouldn't be here. So, should win, I will go push a T Daytona. Will win, even though I don't consider an album, <laughs> but. Uh, will win. I can. I can see Astro World winning it. I can see Astro World. I would see. Uh, should and will win. Should win. Can't oh, confuse myself. Should win Daytona. Uh, Daytona. Will win Daytona or Astro World. I'll put. I'll throw Astro World in there. In terms of what other albums I'd throw in there instead, I mean, if I, if, if you want me to look up my list right quick. What, what can what can we name off here? Like. um, what can we name off here? I mean, obviously, I'm not going to talk about British albums because there's no point. <laughs> they're obviously not going to think about that. Uh, J-Rock Redemption. Yeah, throw that in, you know. The internet, if you consider that hip-hop, they'll probably put that in the Urban Contemporary uh, there. Uh, what else? MERS. MERS, A Strange Journey Into Unimaginable. Definitely put that in, you know. Definitely put that in. If you're going to put Nipsey Hustle there, you have to put MERS' album in there because that is on par, on par, and in my opinion, Merz is one of the best albums of the year, I don't want to ruin it for myself, so <laughs> don't ruin the album this for myself, but even Logic White, uh, uh, Young Sinatra, even that, like, even that, throw that in there, Night of Wonder presents Jamblin' Jam- Is The Squads, uh, that's, uh, you know, just Freddie Gibbs, Freddie, Freddie Gibbs, yeah, throw Freddie Gibbs in there, you know, just, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot you could have thrown in there, but anyway, let's continue. I've nearly, I've nearly, this is going to be a long episode, (laughs) I'm sorry, but this will probably be a long episode, best rap song, Hmm. Drake, God's Plan, again, don't know why it's there, J-Rock Future, Kendrick Lamar James Blake, King's Dead, I have a very interesting opinion on King's Dead, but I'll continue, Eminem, Lucky You featuring John Lucas, Hmm, interesting pick, Travis Scott, Sicko Mode and J-Rock win, now, I love Win. I love Win. First first listen, I was I was a bit I was like, mm, that's a that's a, it was a bit of a shock to the system, but once I got into it, it is one of my favorite songs this year. So, I would I would love for it if if uh, if, if J Rock win won, because that would be just be just great. A song about winning and he actually won a Grammy for it. That'd be great. Uh should win See, I want to say King's Dead, but here's my opinion on King's Dead. King, King's Dead has one of the best verses of the year in Kendrick Lamar's verse, but it also has one of the worst verses of the year in Future's La-dee-da-dee-da. da is one of the worst verses I've heard this decade, and it pisses me off, because honestly, that song is half decent, that song is half decent, I'm not, I'm, I'm not high on J Rock's verse, it's very basic to me, I think he could have done better on it. Kendrick's verse, at the end of it, Red Light, Green Light, Red Light, Green Light, that, that is... That is one of the best verses this year, hands down. Future's verse just—it's just an embarrassment. It's an absolute embarrassment of a verse. Sorry, it is. It is you—you you telling me you didn't cringe when you first heard that? Absolute cringe. Absolute cringe. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Drake's what Drake God's plan won it. I wouldn't be surprised if Sicker Mode won it. So, we'll win either Sicker Mode or God's Plan. Should win. I'm going to throw in Lucky You, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, I, I, I'd i give that a shot, yeah, why not? why not, you know, these could all win, let's be real, it's quite, a strong, it's quite a strong list, but I was personally for me, I would want J-Rock win to win, because that would just be great for the story, the, the, just for the narrative of a song about winning, and it won the Grammy, that would be great, but yeah, I would be surprised if Drake or Travis won that. Best rap performance, Cardi B, be careful, Drake nice for what, there it is. Uh, King's Dead, Anderson Pax Bubbling, and also Travis Scott, Drake, Swae and Big Hawk Sicko Mode. Um, see, I can see Drake winning this. I can see Drake winning this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I put that in a will win. Should win. <sighs> you know, I I rate Anderson Pack's whole album for Bubbling. I wasn't I wasn't a fan. I, I I liked it. It was yeah, but it's not Grammy worthy. it's, got, it's not worth a Grammy win. Uh, King's Dead. In terms of performance, I will give that to King's Dead. Yeah, because the performance is very, it, it's very, it's very strong. Strong performances. Again, the verses uh, could could be done better in J rocks and Defy Future's case. But performance wise, yeah, I can see that winning. Best rap sung performance, like I do, Chris, Christina Aguilera. What? Throwback. Christina's coming back. Didn't see that coming. Okay, interesting. Did not know about that. Uh, featuring Gold Link Pretty Little Fears Black Featuring J. Cole This is America Charge Gambino All the stars Kendrick and SZA Rockstar Post Malone 21 Savage <sighs> I mean Rap and song performance They consider it both a thing So Kendrick and SZA All the stars I think we can agree on that Should and will Yeah Go for that Continuing on Let's go for best music video here Carter's Ape Shit Charge Gambino This is America Join, Lucy, join the Lucas's I'm Not Races Wow That was last year as well Wow, they, 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 they still like it, okay. Tierra Wax, Mumbo Jumbo, and Janelle Monet's Pink. Strongest, Stronglist, it has to be This Is America. I'm sorry, should not will win, it should be This Is America, no debate. Producer of the Year, non-classical, Boy Wonder, Larry Klein, Linda Perry, Kanye West, and Pharrell Williams. Wow, Kanye's going to win this, oh wow. <laughs> He he ain't gonna turn up though. Is he? He's not he's not gonna turn up. Let's be real. So let's continue. He's not gonna, he's not even gonna turn up. So what's the point? He will win it, but he won't turn up. Going to head into R and B as well. Uh, R and B best performance, best R and B performance. Long as I live, Tony Braxton, Carter's Summer, Why Why, Lala Hathaway, Best Part, Her, Vidra, Daniel Caesar, and First Began, P J. Morton. I do like some of the Carters, but it has to be Best Part right? Has to be Best Part. That is a. That's one of the best duos this decade. I love that song. Amazing, amazing performances by both the by both Caesar and her. Uh, best traditional R and B performance. <sighs> Betting worth the hand. Leon Bridges, don't fall apart me tonight. Betty, Betty, love it. Honest Major, how deep is your love? PJ Morton, featuring Yebo. And made for love. Charlie Wilson, featuring Lala Hathaway. Now I, love my Leo- I like my I I love my Leon Bridges. I love my Leon Bridges, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if PJ Morton and Yebber won that. But personally, I'll go for Leon Bridges because I love me to to Leon Bridges. Uh, best R&B song, Boot Up, LMA, Come Through and Chill, Miguel Vitrin, J. Cole "Slam" Remy. That's a strong. That's strong. Damn. I need, to, I need to listen to that. That's strong. Uh, feels Like Summer Charge gave me no focus. Her and Long As I Live, Tony Braxton. That's a strong list. That is a strong list. Okay. Um. Wow. Wow. That is the. This is one of the strongest, uh, strongest uh, awards this year. My days. That is amazing. I, I think LMA will win. Focus. Mm, I'll give, yeah. I'll, that of course has a chance. I think all of these have a chance other than Tony Braxton. To be fair, feels like Summer's a great track, but I think he'll be booed up. I think, I think Up will get that just for the popularity alone, uh, best urban contemporary album, oh, here we go, the, the urban contemporary album, what does that mean? Black shit, <laughs> just, just black shit, look, it's not fully R&B, not fully hip-hop, just urban contemporary, just, just, just black, just black, just black music, man, just black music, um, everything is love, Carter's Kids Alright, Chloe and Halle, Chris and Dave and the Drumheads, uh, Warren Leisure, 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 Miguel, Andrew, and Andrewquism, Michelle, Nandeg Ndengio Cello. Nedegio Cello. There we go, we got it. That's strong. I love the kids alright. Really enjoyed that album i I w I'd I'd love it if they um if Chloe and Halley won it. And even winning it over Beyonce, her their um her their her their mentor. Imagine that, I'll be four. Oh, they'll be crying, they'll be bawling. Leisure is a good shout. I can see that winning for sure. I would love it if Chloe Halley won though, but I, I think he'll be Miguel. And best R and B album. Sex and Cigarettes, Tony Braxton, Good Thing, Leon Bridges. Honestly Lila Hathaway. Her by Her and Gumbo Unplugged Live, PJ Morton. I love me good I love Good Thing. Amazing album. But it's going to be her. It has to be. If it's album of the year contender, then it's going to win whatever category, whatever subcategory it's in. Isn't it? It's just logic. So, it's going to be her. But I would love it if Leon Bridges won it. They'll, 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 I really enjoy that album. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, R and B. That's pretty much why. I, that's pretty much why I think about about that. I think the the, the list itself, some of them are very weak and could be done better. Album of the year is very weak, to be honest. I think they could have done way better in terms of listing. There are so many better albums. In terms of, if you think Ariana Grande got snubbed, yeah, you can make a case for doing that, but I didn't really see much hype in terms of her album, other than God is a Woman. I didn't really see much hype towards that, honestly, in in terms of Critical When, you know, the... Mainstream, obviously, she has her fan base, but you know, I, I don't think she got really snubbed on much much there. Taylor Swift, I don't care, I could not care less. She's had a she's she's had enough. Let's be real, she's had enough. Her reputation was trash. Stop it, stop this. Okay, she was not robbed of anything. Stop. Uh, I'm actually going to read some fun facts here off the BBC here about the Grammys, which is quite fascinating here. So Post Malone was barred from competing in the rap field because the album doesn't contain enough rapping. You can see why I don't rate him as a as a as an even hip hop artist, quote unquote. He's not. He just uses hip hop beats and just rides that wave. So yeah, just classic wave riding. Big up yourself, OP wave riding. Well done for you. You will definitely be looked on as a legend in 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 uh, in 25 years. Kanye West, one of the hip-hop's most innovative and respected producers, receives his first ever nomination for the producer of the year category for the sequence of five albums he worked on this year. That's actually quite fascinating. I'm surprised he hasn't... That's actually... Yeah. Did not see that coming. I I didn't realise he hasn't been nominated for that until then. Until now. Dua Lipa and Georgia Smith are the first British stars to be nominated for Best New Eyes since James Bay in 2016. Big up, Georgia. And... (laughs) I'm not even going to talk about Sting and Shaggy. Who cares about Sting and Shaggy? <laughs> right. How long was that? Um. Yeah. Good. Tw- good. Twenty minutes. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> so let's get into the Golden Globes. I'm going to try and be very more quick for this because obviously we have TV and film as it pertains to the uh, the Golden Globes. So I might just stick more. I'm going to stick more with films than TV because I've I've seen more films than t- television in my opinion, or I I care about it more. And I've already just seen in, this is via the NY, uh, New York Times, I'm getting this one off, and they've given a couple of fun facts in, uh, uh, to start off with. Where was Widows in Atlanta? Is Atlanta not been picked for here? Okay, that's going to be interesting to go through. So best motion picture drama, this is a strong list. Star is Born, Black Panther, Black Clansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Bill Street Could Talk. That is very strong. Very strong. See that see see that Grammy? That's how you do your your crown. That's how you coat your crown with actual albums that deserve it. Uh with actual films that deserve it in this case. I wouldn't be surprised if any of these won actually. I wouldn't be surprised if anyone won. If Bill Street could talk, if they if they're on the you know, it's a real art film, obviously, Barry Jenkins, big up Barry Jenkins, Moonlight Fame. Uh, if we're talking about Actual, you know, artistic integrity and also the popular, uh, popular push, if you so to speak, you can you can throw them all in there. I'd say Bohemian Rhapsody has the least chance, and then I would throw in Star Is Born, Black Panther, and Black Klansman in their in the same in their own little space. I can see all three of them winning. If Bill Street Could Talk, I can see that as a real underdog. It could possibly win, quality wise. It should win, but I can. I could see either A Star Is Born, Black Panther, or Black Clansman win. If Black Black Panther wins, I'm I'm hopping on this podcast and I'm guessing it up, alright? just Just so you know if it wins. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy? See, obviously there's been some problems as to their classing of comedy, uh, considering that The Martian was um uh, nominated a couple of years ago when it when it was uh, the thing crazy rich asian's that makes sense the favorite makes sense green book now if you obviously listen to my previous uh, previous uh, uh, my episode on uh, when i talked about green book yeah don't see why this is on here do not understand just i'm 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 marking that out off immediately Mary Poppins Returns, and also Vice. <laughs> Vice a comedy? Okay, it's, okay. Uh, I don't really know what will win from this, either the favourite or Crazy Rich Asians. It'll be cool if Crazy Rich Asians won, but I can see the favourite winning that. Artsy and also funny as well, apparently. So, yeah, best director, merchant picture, excuse me, Adam McKay, Vice, Alfonso Cuaron, Roma, Bradley Cooper, Star Is Born, Peter Farrelly, Green Book, still, but again, don't see why you're there. Don't understand it. And also Spike Lee, Blackhansman. I would love it if Spike Lee won it. I wouldn't would be surprised if he actually turned up. He probably won't even turn up. I I would give it to Alfonso Cuaron, just 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 for the... From what I've heard about Roma, I can't wait to see it. It just, it just seems like his. I've heard Magnum Opus thrown about. It possibly could be. And he has a strong list, so, of uh, he has a strong filmography. So I would, I would, I would, I could see him winning this definitely. Uh, and also, you know, Bradley Cooper, you never know. Yeah, yeah. But I would say either Spike Lee or um, Alfonso Corron. If if Peter Farrelly wins, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, again, I'm going go on this podcast, and I'm gonna throw some fire. Best performance by an actress: Glenn Close, The Wife; Lady Gaga, Star is Born; Miss McCarthy, Can You Forgive Me? Nicole Kidman, destroy it. and Rosamund Pike, Private War. I haven't seen any of these films. I, I shouldn't have read this, <laughs> um, but just off, you know, the fact that it's the Golden Globes, I can I can see Lady Gaga give, uh, getting this. Yeah, I can I can I could honestly see Lady Gaga getting this. I'm gonna continue to ones I actually can talk about. Uh, no, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. Actually, I can talk about this. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Bradley Cooper star is born. John David Washington. 30 years, not to the day, but 30 years since Den- his father Denzel got a Golden Globe nomination. So, big up that family tree. The family tree is strong there. Lucas Hedges, Boyer Race, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, and William Defoe at Attorney's Gate. Is that Attorney's Gate the Van Gogh film? I, I, I assume it is, uh, let me click right quick, let me, let me see, yeah, it's the Van Gogh It's the Van Gogh film, how peak is that, you know, there was, a, like a year or so ago, there was a, there was Loving Vincent, if you, if you've heard of that, it's a, it's a, it's about Van Gogh and, or Van Gogh, if you want to call it, and it was made entirely by paint, all by paint, so they had, like, thousands of painters doing every single frame. And then and then they do just just do a straight up buyer pick with William Dafoe. and obviously that gets more clout. How how peak is that? How obviously peak is that? I can I would love it if John David Washington won this. I would love it. I really would. Um, I'm seeing the hype for Lucas Hedges coming in, so I can see if he wins that. But yeah, either Lucas Hedges or John David Washington for that should and will. I have no idea. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for best performance from that. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Mahershala Ali, Green Book. Why is he? Why is he not lead? Okay, again, you, you, we I talked about this. Why is he not lead? Richard D. Grant. Can you forgive me? Sam Rockwell from Vice and Timothy Chalamet, beautiful boy. Timothy Chalamet is just that, just that new white guy, isn't he? <laughs> he just, he just really is that new white guy that's going to get all the awards. He's just that guy. Congratulations, Timothy. Um, and he and he's got a French name, like it's it's just perfect. It's just perfect for, for Hollywood. It's like it's, it's just perfect. The, the prototype, the prototypical American actor, but he has a French name, so you know he's artsy. Ah, uh, the optics is great. I I respected Adam Driver's performance. I I won't I, I I can see him not winning this. He probably won't win this. Sam Rockwell's always strong. He was he's a strong performer. So in terms of Vice, I I'd like to see that film actually. So I can I can just from the just off the you know the face of every, all these films, I can see Sam Rockwell winning this or Timothy Chalamet from you know him Steve Carell. Yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, best screenplay. Mm, this is interesting. This is this is Nick Vallelonga Brian Curry, and Peter Farrelly for Green Book. Are you taking the piss? Get off this page! Get off this page! Adam McKay, Vice, Alfonso Coron, Roma, Barry Jenkins, if Bill Street can talk, big up Barry, and Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara, the favourite. Uh, the last three, I can see them winning. Roma, Bill Street and also the favourite. One of those three. Yeah, if Green Book wins it, I riot again. Original score, mm, I don't really know, <laughs> I honestly don't know, I'll, I'll just go Black Panther, just because Black Panther, best original song, yeah, how funny is it, it's different, there's always different in the Grammys, but and also, they, they always happen to find different ones, uh, they got Girl in the Movies, Dumplin', what the hell's Dumplin', never heard of it, animated motion picture, mm, Incredibles 2, Island Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <sighs> Isle of Dogs, I, I respect that. I respect Isle of Dogs. Obviously, there's a bit of um, friction as they portray Japanese people, but yeah. Uh, Spider-Man is Spider-Verse, definitely. Incredibles 2, of course. Ralph Breaks the Internet, obviously, that's, the, that's a more popular pick, and you know, Incredibles 2 as well. So, uh, one of them too. I'd love it if Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse came in, uh, because that looks just generally a fun animated film. Just generally fun for everybody to watch. Best motion picture, foreign language. No point talking about any of them, because Roma's going to win. And we get into the TV series. Hello. So, television series drama, Americans bodyguard. (laughs) Bodyguard. Uh, A lot to say about the bodyguard. Okay, that's on Netflix because it's America. It's obviously on BBC here. Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. I can see Killing Eve getting that because it's very popular here and in the states. So I can definitely see that uh, getting in. Uh, where should we go next? Where should we go next? I, you can tell I have just haven't watched much TV. And to be fair, some of these are just more. It's just more American films that um that uh, American films and TV uh, well American TV shows that are just just haven't watched, so, it's just how it is, isn't it, like, I can't keep up with everything, I'm keeping up with music alone, and that's just hard enough as it, as it is, TV, you want me to keep up TV as well, Ah, uh, I'm sorry, guys, like, y- you guys can tell me if I'm talking shit, you know, you can you can tell me that, because I probably, from some of these, I am really talking shit, I'm just seeing it on the face of it, and I've read a couple of reviews here and there, for people I respect, so, you know, some of these, i uh, you know, in terms of not watching it, I am talking shit. So you know, be sure to check me on it if if I'm if I'm saying wrong stuff. I've seen a couple of uh, 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 nominations for Regina King from Bill Street and Seven Seconds. So big up Regina King on that on that front. Oh look, uh, do you know what? It's actually quite mad that Westworld hasn't hasn't got a much uh, many many nominations. I've only seen one so far, and that's Tandy Newton for Westworld in the. Uh, supporting actress in a series, da 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 da, and all, best supporting actress in anything, basically anything TV. Um, yeah, that's quite that's quite fascinating. Oh, there we go. We got an Atlanta one. Donald Glover, best uh, performance by an actor. Wow, that is actually quite that's actually very fascinating that they snubbed a- a- Atlanta that bad. Do you, do you, actually? I was I might actually stop there um, if I, I'm just I'm just reading through because I've just found I've just. You know, thought of something quite interesting. It's actually quite fascinating. As I put it, put my phone down, like a like a freaking rock. Obviously, Westworld is in his second season, about to be in his third season, and Atlanta obviously had his second season. It's actually quite interesting seeing what shows they actually stay with. You know, obviously they're quite. Cri- Every every award ceremony's criteria is very loose in terms of do they go for the popular picks or do they go for the artsy picks? Sometimes they sometimes they surprise you, but most of the times, usually the popular pick. Mix and if it has the art if it has art context, quote unquote, what is art? But you know what I mean what I'm talking about when I'm talking about that. Obviously they throw, they put that into account and that's usually the cinch, but. Atlanta had a very very strong second season. Westworld not so much, but Atlanta had a very strong second season, in my opinion. I much preferred the first uh, second season to the uh, first season of Atlanta. I think they, you know, they they updated, uh, updated, they upgraded. You know, there's a lot of episodes that I really enjoyed. Obviously, everyone talks about the Teddy Perkins episode, but I actually I actually was really interested. I I really enjoyed the Fubu one, where you know they went back to basically back to. Junior school or whatever they call it in the in in America, and you know, young young Donalds had a Fubu shirt and it was fake, and then the whole school was wondering uh, if it was fake. And then another kid comes in with the exact same shirt and it was real, and there was he spent the whole episode. uh is it fake? Is is his is fake? No, his is fake. I'll wait till the Chinese guy comes in then. Then we'll know if it's fake or not. And. You know, it dips back and forth, and then it they they the the social the social roast turns to the other kid, and then the next day the kid ends up killing himself over it, and obviously Donald Glover gets all uh, his character get earn uh, gets all guilty because obviously he is the fake one, and the dude kills himself over it. So you know that that episode really stuck with me. I know everyone was fascinated with the Teddy Perkins one, and rightly so. And I'm I'm wondering if uh. I don't know if Golden Globes do do stuff based off one episode, but uh, do awards based on one episode. But that would definitely be there for me in one of the episodes of TV episodes of the year. So yeah, it's quite it's quite interesting how they've you know. But but then again, you know, the Americans is still here, uh, and that's been on for ages. Ozarks in its second season, Handmaid's Tale, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You know, there's there's a couple of shows here that are in their you know whatever seasons, uh, multiple seasons, and they're still getting, and they're still getting you know nominations. But Elena seemed to be snubbed on that front. It's quite it's quite fascinating. So, yeah, that's that's kind of um, that's uh, that's how I see the Golden Globes and also the Grammys. I'm more into the Grammys than the Golden Globes. To be completely fair. But I thought it would be quite fun to just do the Golden Globes one because the Golden Globes it's always, it's always, I, I love, a, I, I, I may not, you know, there's always that, um what, what do you want to call it? There was always that the parallel from an artist standpoint of, you, you know, when we're not making stuff to get awards. But it's nice to get them, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you know, singers and rappers don't do it for the Grammys. They do it. They they might do it for money. They might do it to gow the hood. You know, they have their reasons. But none of them really do it for Grammys or you know, or for awards. It's just gravy. It literally, it's just gravy. So you know, do we care? Do care about it, some actually don't, like J. Cole, he definitely doesn't care about it because you know I've seen people go like, oh J. Cole got snubbed, KOD, album of the year, why is he not on the Grammys? Have have we actually found have we actually real found out that <coughs> excuse me, that he might not have even submitted his album for Grammys? Cause that's how you have to do it. You have to obviously submit. They don't pick you. You have to submit for consideration. You know, you don't you don't get. You know, you could have the greatest f- film of all time if you don't submit it. You know, they won't they won't entertain it. So you know, I don't think I don't think J Cole even submitted it. So people saying like, oh, Grammy suck because they didn't even consider J Cole. Oh, they don't they don't know real hip hop. You know, just they don't obviously. But you know, he may not have even just. He doesn't care. I don't think he cares. Genu- genuinely doesn't care. Um, so you know. All right. So we go from. Wow. I I, I don't really know how to. Um, I I've kind of uh, put myself in a corner here because I don't really know how to go from nominations for awards to racism in football. <laughs> so I'm just gonna jump right into it. Um. Obviously, recently. Uh, recent uh, football weekend here in the UK, we had um, uh, Chelsea versus Manchester City. Chelsea got the dub and has been overshadowed by uh, Chelsea fans being clocked on camera, uh, basically mouthing racist slurs to Raheem Sterling of Manchester City. Now if you don't know football, if you don't know Raheem Sterling specifically, Raheem Sterling has had his whole career basically marred by Daily Mail headlines. By Daily Mail headlines I just mean those unnecessarily long Daily Mail headlines where they word they word they word things just in a very backwards way. And I'll read the Instagram post that Raheem uh, posted, uh, obviously after after the uh, in the aftermath of all of this, uh, in a bit. But this is why I consider Daily Mail trash because they just do shit like this, where you know they have had a and you know the Sun and other other shit newspapers like that. You you know that you know the deal. They do this thing with. Black footballers, where they just word things differently, you know. It's not, it's not straight up racist, you know. It's not, it's it's not like that. It's not like the Chelsea fans shouting "black cunt" to him, because that's what they shouted to him. You can make, you can cover it however you want. It's there. The dude simply says "black" and "cunt" there, and I'm not going to beat myself or anything, because that's what he said. That's what the gut Chelsea fans said. So, I've lost my train of thought. But yeah, obviously that's straight up racist. Daily Mail and The Sun and stuff like that, they do these things where it's implicit. It's implicit, you can call it if you want it, but it's just very, very backwards. And that's the only way I can really word it in my vernacular. Obviously there's probably better words to describe it, but that's just how it is. And some people see through it, some people don't. Some people have their actual, you know, thoughts towards Mahi- Raheem Sterling actually changed because they have read all these stupid-ass Daily Mail headlines about him since he was 16 years old. I think I saw a tweet of uh, in the aftermath of this where someone said... I think the Daily Mail. I'm paraphrasing, but like the Daily Mail actually made a headline when he was like 16 or 17, where it was rumored that he had children already. You know these black stereotypes. They they just they they just grab onto those by the horns. And Honestly, it's just disgusting in some in some most of the all the time. Who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? It's disgusting. It's disgusting that a whole freaking news organization does this to one person. It's quite. Horrible in some way. So uh, I'm going to read. I'm going to read uh, a Guardian article here by Dominic Fifield uh, just to set the scene. So England Manchester City uh, forward Raheem Sterling has accused some sections of the media of helping to quote fuel racism with their portrayal of young black footballers after he was the victim of alleged racism. <laughs> alleged. It's not alleged. Okay. Let's just stop there. It's not alleged. We all saw the footage. I know how you I know how, you know, journalists have to say that kind of thing for whatever for whatever reason. If you want to call it political correctness, you can call it that if you want. But we all know the deal. Obviously, they have to be objective. But we all know the deal. He's that you saw what they said. You've seen the video. Let's continue. It is not alleged. The Metropolitan Police and Chelsea are investigating an incident, that's why, it's, that's why they have to say alleged, because they're obviously investigating it, even though we know what he said, the guy said, the Chelsea fans. Uh, during the first half of Saturday's games at Stamford Bridge, when Sterling received the ball from beyond the touchline in front of Matthew Harding stand. Footage was posted on social media of home supporters leaning forward, screaming as out and one fan allegedly subjecting him to racist abuse. Five stewards approached the fan in question just before the final whistle and having uh, and having allowed him to watch the last few minutes of stoppage time, appeared to accompany him away from his seat at the end of the game. The police have since confirmed no arrest was made. Then why do you escort him from the, from the pitch? Like there's a ton of black fans that that, the, 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 that heard it or something and they were going to mob him afterwards. What kind of dumb shit? What? what if you're not going to arrest him, why are you escorting him? You might as well just let him go. Like you basically did, just let him go. Why, why are you having guards surround him? This doesn't make sense. What's the, what's the point? What, what are you achieving? Anyway, the incident came after a troubling week for football, which saw Tottenham Hotspur support were arrested for throwing a banana skin at Pierre Emerick Bamiyang during Arsenal's derby victory at the Emirates Stadium. Two people also arrested in Edinburgh on Saturday for allegedly directing racial abuse at Motherwell's Christian Boulou. During his side's defeat at Hearts, with the anti discrimination body kick it out, calling for leaders in football to take a more proactive approach in dealing with racism in the sport. Sterling took to Instagram on Sunday morning to suggest he was not surprised by the behaviour of the supporters in question. So let's go to the Instagram post in question and I'll read in full for you. So and I'll read I'll read the date mail headlines afterwards, but yeah. So Sterling says quote Good morning. I just want to say I am not normally the person to talk talk a lot, but when I think I need my point to be heard, I will speak up. Regarding what was said at the Chelsea game, as you can see by my reaction, I just had to laugh because I don't expect no better. For example, you have two young players starting out their careers, both play for the same team. Both have done the right thing, which is buy a new house for their mothers, who have put in a lot of time and love into helping them get where they are. But look how the newspapers get their message across for young black player and then for the young white player. I think this is unacceptable. Uh, both in- both innocents have not done a thing wrong, but just by the way it has been worded. This young black kid is looked at in, looked at in a bad light, which helps fuel racism in aggressive behaviour. So for all the newspapers that don't understand why people are racist in this day and age, all I have to say is have a second thought about fair pu- pu- fair publicity excuse me and give all players an equal chance the 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 post uh, the pictures he gives um are two fro uh, two basically daily, ma- daily Mail headlines one saying young Man- just just listen to this okay just listen to the two headlines and you can see the problems here young manchester city footballer 20 on twenty five k a week. Splashes out, splashes out on mansion on market for two two point two five million pounds, despite having never started a Premier League match. Okay, just let sponge that, just sponge that out. Okay, now this one, second one, Manchester City starlet Phil Foden, the white player in question uh, that Sterling was talking about as an example. Buys new two mil home for his mum. That's it. That, that's it. That's the, that's the headline. Short, sweet, and that's what a headline's supposed to be. Manchester City starlet Phil Foden buys new two million home for his mum. Innocent, buys a home for his mum. Respect. Young Manchester City footballer, 20, has to highlight the age. Has to highlight the age because he can't be, can't be old and black he has to be he has to be young and black, so he's on twenty five k a week, just so you know he's on twenty five k a week and he's splashing it out he's splashing it out, so he's using his monetary worth to splash out because he's supposed to live where he's still living he's splashing out he's flexing he's flexing that's all it is he's flexing and he's never started a Premier League match flex, flex, do you see, do you see the problem here, I think you do, I think you see the problem here, <clears throat> so, this is, this is, this is just a, this is just a problem of in implicit and systematic racism, okay, now, the different the the difference is, and I can see why some you know white people can get frustrated at this kind of stuff where you know they see the they 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 see implicit racism or systematic, and then and, you know people like Piers Morgan bringing up Paul Gascoigne or Wayne Rooney and saying like if you put them in the same you know, you know some some of their, their headlines have been negative. So how are you making this a race thing? Well, peers, um, Wayne Rooney cheated on his wife. Okay, Raheem Sterling bought a house from his mum. Okay, not not the same thing. So, and, and and this all you know brings back to education. You know this is a matter of educating the people you can have the kick it out campaign right and you can have owners you can have you know managers and players and everybody in the organisation in the, in the football organisation right you can have them be sensitive to these things but at the end of the day when fans buy a ticket They think they can shout whatever the fuck they like. They really do. They shout whatever the fuck they want to shout. They think they can throw bananas in 2018 and think it is acceptable. It's not about... it's, It's all well and good. It's all well and good having a kick it out campaign. All well and good. It is all well and good having your social media uh, putting putting uh, putting rainbow putting rainbows over their over their badges to show solidarity with the LGBT uh, Q community, right? It's all well and good, but at the end of the day, it is all about the fans, all about the fans, right? And, you know, you can watch it, you can watch a, you can look at a regular old football stand, pretty much any football stand in the country, there are thousands and thousands of football stadiums in this country, okay? It's just a fact. They are majority white, okay? okay. It's just a fact. And when they see somebody... They clearly just take it to a level which is not necessary. You can't. The fact that Raheem right, which was, was caught, was literally shouted at from two, three, four feet away, "Black cunt," several times, and he just laughed at it. That is that is that is a level of strength. That is a level of strength I cannot imagine. That is a crazy level of strength, of will, of just pure will to just laugh at it and just keep doing what you're doing. It's, it is absolutely absurd how, like, he can do that kind of thing and just laugh at it, and just laugh at it. Honestly. You know, I would l I, I I don't know what I'd do. You know, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. who Just go. Oh, oh mate, I'd swing, mate. I I probably would. Because <laughs> even if he did, right? Th- think about. Um, this is this isn't. You know, this isn't comparable in terms of the race discussion here. But Malice at the Palace, okay? Uh, NBA Malice at the Palace. Look it up. You know. Act, you know, players fighting. Players fighting fans unacceptable in any sport. Okay, unacceptable. Obviously, that didn't have a race element in it, but I'm just saying. In terms of fighting fans, that's the that's the first one that comes to my mind. It's unacceptable, and you don't do. You know, what Eric Hanson? kicked to, kicked a kick to dude. How, how, how many games did he get suspended by? You know. And even if Raheem and he—he he probably got—I don't know—I don't know what the dude called Eric Cantor but clearly pissed him off. Imagine if Raheem just kicked this dude in the face, just switching music to him, right? He gets suspended. But uh, you know, some people—I—I I would say it's justified. Called him a black cunt. What do you expect? But then again, people, you know, journalists alike, Piers Morgan, would just go, "Yeah, but it's completely unacceptable." To attack fans, they are fans. They come here to enjoy the game, right? And get defend. And they they defend the fans. They always defend the fan, always defend the fan because they're not the one on twenty five k a week or two hundred and fifty k a week, whatever it is. however much money they getting. is significantly more than the fan. It's just it's just how it is. They they. <sighs> There's a couple of um, there's a couple of documentaries that's been uh, going out recently. I think Ian Wright did hosted one recently about racism in football and actually covered a lot of ground in terms of that. I think it's an ITV documentary. So if you want to look that up, just Ian Wright documentary. I've, I forgot I forget the name, but it's about you know black footballers and has like people like John Barnes there and you know just all the players from from yesteryear, all the black footballers from yesteryear talking about their experiences. I, either, either I guarantee you right if you're a season ticket holder at your club whatever club it is I, I I could guarantee that you have that you have heard a racist remark towards a player from a fan around you I could guarantee that you may not want to admit it what for whatever reason or you may forget it, you may consider you may consider it nothing, which is a whole different kettle of fish, if you just consider it nothing. <laughs> That's a whole conversation. But it's just a sign this is a significant problem in this particular sport where there are a significant amount of black and foreign uh, footballers and in twenty eighteen they're getting bananas thrown at them and they're getting called black cunt two feet away from them, in their face. That is unacceptable. Unacceptable. <sighs> so let's move on to the last uh, topic, which is life. And I, this, is, this is very recent. It's actually today, in fact, yeah. It dropped today. I'm recording this on the 10th of, Dece- uh, 10th of December, so um, I'm recording this on, on, on the Monday, and obviously you you guys are getting this on the Thursday. So, <clears throat> obviously I talked about my feelings towards the state of Britain and, uh, you know, the EU leaving... Uh, on my first episode and I kind of wanted to just hop back on it right quick because obviously in the past week or so there's been a lot of development a lot of development and it's kind of it's kind of hard to keep up to be completely honest because obviously so much is happening right now uh, politically but just this straight up just this straight up news just made me so happy I just wanted to read it right quick so the UK can unilaterally revoke Article 50, says the ECJ. So we, so, so we can we can just jump off. So the European Court of Justice have just ruled it and said, if you, th- they, guys, they asked us for it. They said, if you want to come back, no hard feelings. Well, probably some hard feelings. Probably get roasted in the European Parliament. But hey, we could take a bit of roasting. And you know, if you want to come back, if you want to revoke Article Fifty, and just forget all of this happened, fine. Let's do it, guys. We can just literally just hop off this nightmare of a bandwagon. We could, we could just hop off. But obviously, this is not the Wizard of Oz. We can't just click our red shoes and go. There's no place like 2050. <laughs> there's no place like 2015. Obviously, we cannot do that. Obviously, we have to either if 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 we even want to do that, which I I I personally just want because let us be real, okay? Obviously, there is the political implications and if we did this it would be like, you know, damage to democracy, obviously all, all of that, you know, just ditching the whole process as it is, and, you know, obviously that doesn't fly, that would not fly, okay, I know it won't, I know this is not realistic, but are we not all unhappy about this? Seriously, let's be real with ourselves, nobody, and I really do mean nobody, is happy with this, leave, remain, hard, soft, whatever, ever, ever, position you take on this, nobody is happy, okay, let's just all agree on this, but, we could literally just hop off, (laughs) we could just hop off right now, and if we could make that happen, that'd be great part of but obviously we can't and, and and it's kind of just you know there's all there's all the reasons reason why you know democracy being one, and we have to respect the democratic process and all of this, but in a perfect world if if <clears throat> if they just like sent us all an email. Or all called us right and just said um do you even want to do this anymore <laughs> i guarantee you a majority of us will just say yeah let's just go back let's just go back let's just move out <laughs> but anyway i leave you i leave you on that that is the show for today there's uh, episode four Again, if you want to email the show, tweet the show, Facebook, wherever the details are below. I'm going to instead. I, I did obviously read from a couple of links. So if you want to read the links that I read from or whatever uh, the, the research that I gave, I I put in. So well, research. It's not. <laughs> it's not high levels of research. I you just uh, get a couple of news news clippings and just uh, go off that. But if you want to read those. Uh, I will actually put it on my. I'll put it on the fifth element. I'll put it on the article that I do for every episode and I'll put them there. I won't put it in the show description if you're on Spotify or Apple Music or, or you know, any of those platforms. But if you want to read off from those or want to just see why I've been, why I read off, um, they will be on the article version of the show on the fifth element website. So. Yeah, I would do. I would do that from now on. As it pertains to the last episode, I'll probably just leave it there, just just for the just for the con- continuity. But from now on, if I have links that I want, the if you if you um, that I am offering to you guys, if you want to read them uh, or or whatever, if you want to watch them as well, uh, I, I do plan a couple of videos in there as well. I will put it on the fifth element article as well. Um, I'll put it on the fifth article, fifth element article exclusively, and you can go on that. Okay, so. Cool. This has been what's good. I will see you guys uh, next Thursday. All season has begun. Educate yourself, and can we just focus on the NHS and 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 stop all this, please? that will be great. But I know won't happen.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, have a good week, everybody. I'll see you next time. Take it easy. Wozkid Extra is in full effect. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, well, you should have, but but don't know why you wouldn't have, and then listen to this one, but not that one. I don't know, but anyway, if you haven't, if you didn't, I'll just I'll just reiterate. So Oscar Extra is where I talk about things that you know I couldn't fit into a whole segment. I couldn't stretch it out to 10, 50 minutes, however long I usually do them. So I thought I'd do this little extra so I can talk about the more fun things, more light higher things uh, in 2 minutes and 51 seconds. Why 2 minutes and 51 seconds you ask? Because that is the exact length of the song Green Onions by Booker T and EMGs so without further ado get the stopwatch ready and go. So I also wanted to talk about Netflix right quick because I saw on Twitter that they paid 100 million dollars Hundred million dollars to keep friends. Yes, friends. The deadest and the most rinsed-out show in human history. I, I have, I have no idea how many, how many channels that ha- that show has been on. I, I, it's it's stupid. And now they're on net, now it's on Netflix. They paid a hundred mil to keep it, ladies and gentlemen. Hundred mil. It's funny that I think you know I think about that number and I'm just like interesting. So you're telling me you couldn't afford to do the get down season two, huh? Hmm. That's interesting. Could have paid could've have, could have could have used that money for something a lot more meaningful to the culture instead of the most rinsed out show of all time. But I digress. And the last thing I want to talk about. And just so you know, like this is this is not on purpose. <laughs> this is really not on purpose. I don't mean to do this all the time, but I mean I don't mean to do this for the second time in four shows. Absol by Soldier Boy because he dropped a console. He's drop shipping now. If you don't know what drop ship drop shipping is, Google it. He's basically drop shipping. Console. He's taking consoles that you see on Alibaba or AliExpress, whatever you want to call it, and he put it on his site and put his name on it, Soldier Game. It is amazing to look at, and the jokes are coming in thick and fast. It is so great. I'm uh, looking on this one YouTube uh, comment section where it goes, You should not buy this. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you buy this child uh, this soldier box for Christmas, you hate them. Uh, if an emulator is priced, it's overpriced. Is basically an emulator is the greatest. It's the greatest thing to look at. So um, if you haven't seen the Soldier Game, it looks like an Xbox One. It plays. It plays like really old games, like from Game Boys to PS One. You might think that sounds good, but then it's like you see it's $150 or $100 somewhere in that area. Not worth it. There are so many more MMAs that you could cop, so Big up Soldier Boy, you tried to get in tech and you failed miserably. <laughs> he made one hit song that blew up and now he made it. now he has a console that actually might blow up on you. Put And with that, I'm gone. See you next episode.